Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to youtube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks. Previously on Beyond Border. Yeah. I think same uh, here. But if you want to see a, a picture of mental illness, check out Florida. Lord have mercy. Beaches. Why are you going to open the beaches now? And then tell people, you can only sunbathe. You can't walk around. You can't sunbathe, but you can walk around. Okay, great. And then you're going to have a relapse. They That's do different down there. They, they different down there. Shout out to Florida, though. Oh, she made a point to also uh, single and living alone. I think. Mm-hmm. See, I want to stay away from that. Why tell her to open them doors? Oh Lord, she don't know. Why you about to get me in trouble? Listen, I think that is that has to be mentally. That female <laughs> boy. Whoa, you got him started. Why? Why DJ You got him started. I was trying. Oh, they are mad. Miss Angie, you didn't start some girl. Man, <laughs> I was trying. I was trying. Not to you got him started. Oh, and madam, all the married folks, go ahead and and shout out to all the married folks. I I, I, I done found my second win. Let's go. Listen, (laughs) they are crying on Facebook in these groups that they that they don't have nowhere to go and and where's my money and my stimulus check and I need a man and this COVID nineteen it 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 sucks. Now you now you trying to hit on. Oh, on the single love, mother, don't do that. Don't twist it. Listen, you he, brought it up. Love. No, 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 no. I think I think now you're talking about you just trying to hit the single, you know, mom or no. whatever. No, I wasn't even touching them. Don't do that. I, see, you see what you did? I did not even mention them. You didn't mention I, them. I oh, I knew where you were going. I can read your I mind. I knew where I'm going because I turned left. You went right. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You gotta follow. You gotta follow your Google Maps. No, because because didn't you just mention about groceries and stuff like that? Who's going to carry it? You were carrying a grocery before that. You're just going to keep doing the same thing. What groceries? I call being an adult. What groceries? If you were going Don't to a supermarket and uh, you were... <laughs> <laughs> you know No, I said single people. They are mad. I never said anything. What y'all trying to say? Single people... Beyond Borders presents the Independent Spotlight Series. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Borders. I am your host, Rose, and tonight we have Nikki Lachey, actors and lover, creator, believer, and also an achiever. She's our host today with Keep Gravity. Welcome. I didn't know she was. I didn't know she was two people. You said actors. I did not know this. Hey, look, I'm a gymnast. I, I, oh, oh Lord, here we go. Yes, yes. <sighs> I was gonna say I don't. I don't have two sets of questions, but we, we, we're gonna figure this out. 
Salt and pepper. It's either either I put my s's or either I drop them. You gotta have it. Well, I think every other week you're gonna you're not gonna say the s, so it's okay. So next week I already know. You silly. Well, I am. we we have her tonight on our independent spotlight. If you're listening to us, then the Rona is still much of an issue in the U.S. and around the world. So we are recording from Washington, D.C., New York, and Atlanta. Hey, Atlanta in the house. Okay. So pretty much today, um, she will get to speak about herself and Kid has the 10 random questions. Yes. But remember, she needs to give us permission if she wants to play the game. I'm not just gonna spring it on her. I'm not just gonna spring it on her. She's she's here. I think she will. I I don't know. She might be like, "Woo! Look at the time. Got to go. I got a pregame. I got a pregame for tomorrow because Atlanta's opening up." You can't be called Nikki and you don't like to play. Right. Whoa. (laughs) That's cool. I sound a lot cooler than I am. I like I like it. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm lost right now, so don't mind me. It's not a bad <laughs> question. It's really, it's really PG-13 question, really. Yeah, it's always, it's always PG-13. We don't get crazy. Yeah. So, all right, so let's begin. Begin, begin, begin. Now, quick background. I am in this film group on Instagram. And I happened to see her profile one day. I think you put up... A post or something and I looked at your IMDB and everything and I was like wow this is a somewhat accomplished actress and I was like yes if I can get her I think this would be good because it'd be nice to spotlight someone that has worked in the Hollywood industry mm-hmm. so before we get into that just let the folks know your background who you are so at least they'll have some way of understanding who you are before we get crazy, because apparently Rose wants to get crazy tonight. Okay, okay. Well, yes, my name is Nikki Lachey. I am an actress. Uh, that's what I do. I still will do some modeling sometimes in all, but primarily acting is my thing. Um, I also write. I'm a new emerging writer. I do stage and film. I've been honored to do some amazing, amazing uh, things that have given Amazing credits to my name. So, I raised in, in the sun. I played Benita twice um, in, a, in a run in Atlanta. I also was the lead um, in a play called Comcast at Seward and uh, some other dope theater projects. Also, well, we'll talk about what's coming up, I'm sure, later. Um, film wise, mm-hmm. TV wise, I uh, did a spot on Will Packer's newest show, Bigger. Um, and that's on BET Plus. Make sure you stream it. Talented, talented actors and talented writers. Shout out to the, um, shout out to the showrunner, um, Devon and uh, Felicia, the writer. Like they're amazing, amazing folks. And shout out to Liberty. So uh, those are some of the things that I have going on now. Also, have a couple of my own projects uh, in development as well. So we're rocking and rolling. Wow, very busy. I'm glad we have you then. Quarantine. <laughs> you should you should trademark that hashtag before somebody steals it. Yes. 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 Okay. So bigger on BET. So just let people know who don't who haven't heard of that show what bigger is about and what your role is on it. Okay. 
Okay, well, I play um, I play a character. The episode that I'm on right now is called Sasha Counts, and um, I play a cashier. <laughs> it's so funny hearing me talk now, but she's a little, she's a little, you know, a little hood magic. And what she does is she does on Instagram by taking the money that people bring in and taking photos with it to make herself seem, you know, bigger than what she is, which you know is story of a lot of people's lives. <laughs> 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 well, she did a great job of like um, making the show very relatable and accommodating. Mm-hmm. Features four, um, like no, I think it's six, six actors. If you guys go check it out, it's, it's, it's a, it sits around four or six people. I can't even remember. So it was someone who was on set. But my scene partner was mm-hmm. his name is Chase, and um, he's a comedian. Uh, works in their sin bad a lot, but that's who my sin partner is. That's what I worked a lot with, that's who I'm most familiar with. But um, there, if you guys Google it and just look at the cast list, follow them on Instagram. They're all super nice, super sweet, super talented, so deserving. So I'm very, very happy for them. And I just had the opportunity to be brought on in that in that capacity, and, and looking forward to, to to more. I mean, maybe they'll bring me back for season two. Who knows? You know, post COVID. But that's bigger. You guys can stream it. Season one on the app BET Plus, and then um, you know I just did some other stuff. There's a movie called Till Love Comes that's that's still out. You can check it out on Amazon Prime. Till Love Comes as a feature, and uh, yeah, I am Homicide. That's on ID Discovery. Did it a while ago, but it's still one of my most favorite projects that I've done, just because it it told uh, a story that needed to be told. My episode is Philadelphia Freedom, episode four as well. Okay, cool. So, yes, ma'am. So, I went through your IMDb earlier. Now, I don't know how comprehensive it is, but it said you had 30 credits to your name. I'm sure it's probably more, right? Well, just, well those are the ones that, that count. I mean, you always have a lot more than people know because, right. you know, that's just the name of the game. But uh, those are the ones that, of course, I would get industry credit for. And those are various projects where I used to work as a professional dancer. So how I got my start in film, it was so dope. Like as a professional dancer, I was booked on major sets um, as a specialty talent. So I was able to get experience and um, and just kind of get acclimated to what life was like on these you know multi million dollar sets. And I was also able to build my resume off of that. So you know you know my resume and then I was able to build more credits Okay, cool. So the thirty credits are like mostly acting, but then a couple, some are some are writing, uh, few are producing. Because uh, my own film, What Love Reveals, um, is shot in five acts, so that gave me five, you know, five different credits to solidify my presence as a writer. Cool. Nice. All right. Well, thirty credits is definitely impressive. You can always add some more. Definitely oh, yeah. Out. Oh, yeah. We got more coming this year. Definitely more coming. All right. Shout out. Don't 30 credits get you past a, a year in college? Is it 24? 24. Is it? Oh, 30 is if you want to overachieve. Because, uh, okay, so three credits on average, and then you take about four classes a semester. Go ahead, teacher. 
Oh, yeah, that's true. I think <laughs> the full semester. That, 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 that just tells you how long I've been out of college. 12 credits and uh, 24 total. But, yeah, you can definitely top to 30. Yeah. 30 credits. Right. That's where I really wanted to go, but I won't let um, kids go, go forward. Uh, okay. <laughs> There it is. See, you know what? Let me ask you about that since you brought that up. How do you feel about college? Because me personally, I think that it should. You should have enough. You should have enough knowledge before you go there, so you can able, so you can be able to, I guess, wade through the stuff that these professors tell you. Because nowadays, you know, these professors they just don't really teach. They just throw out philosophy you say you should have more knowledge before you go to college i think you yeah i think you yeah because yeah because i my thing is i think like what do you really like to me today what do you really learn in college that you can't learn on the internet it depends they have highly technical field for which Mm -hmm. you do need to have a hands-on approach to things I agree to some extent that college is not for everybody, but I don't think we should just remove it completely. You still need to learn. And I think college is a term. I mean, the internet is a lot. And I think we'll talk about it when we had another guest. What are you going to look there for? I think college is more so teaching you the discipline. And, you know, we, we know how we were in high school. And that high school mindset, when you come into college, you get hit hard. You know, there's no more excuses. You have to show up to classes. And some classes is like, don't show up, but you still have assignment. But how are you going to turn a paper on something that you really never sat through? And you start failing. So I think it's, it's more discipline than anything for some people. But if you are in a highly technical field like engineering and things like that or accounting, you definitely need to take a few courses and get that discipline. I don't see a high school kid, you know, turning in 10-page paper or, or sitting through a whole accounting course by himself with nobody behind him. You know, distraction happens. You have your phone, IG, message from your friend, and then you drop, and then you, you're out. So I think college kind of just, it's all about the discipline, I think, if you didn't have That's a good point. That's knowledge. a good point. I never consider the discipline aspect. I mean, it is a transition from childhood to adulthood or teenhood, whatever you want to call it. So I agree with that. I'd say it, it depends on the career. I wish that they had students choose their career in high school so that they could use college as more of a concentration, a true preparation for adulthood. True. I feel like um, college is not necessary, but for certain professions, like a lawyer, a doctor, you know, things like that. But me, you know, art, I think that there should be like, specialty courses or whatnot, it's not necessarily cool. going to four years yeah. of debt to study theater, you know what I'm saying? Or even study exercise science. Like, there are plenty of certifications and people making more money than people who have studied exercise science in college, you know what I'm saying? Um, Wait, that's real? Yeah, exercise science is, you know, just personal trainer, but you come yeah, out personal there, trainer you know, and everything. you make the same or under people who have certifications from, NAS- from NASM or, or ISSA or ACE, you know, so... College certainly is not necessary for the majority of people. You know, a lot of people just get nine to fives anyway. 
maybe yeah. engineering, things like that. Yeah, you definitely need college. But yeah, uh, the STEM research. Yeah, I understand you need college for that. I'm but thinking about. I'm thinking debt. about other things. Yeah, but to go into debt, like you said earlier, like she said, use it like the internet. Like, what are you searching for? What are you here for? And I think that that's the that is the primary attitude to take with college because it was around before the internet, and I think that in a way they are the same. So yeah, so. A lot of to things, give you like out the guidance to a lot of things that college would have been primarily there for. Mm. See, you get knowledge on this show. See, you get knowledge on Beyond Borders as well. Hey, hey, hey. Of course. Yes. So, back to your acting career. So, what was your favorite project to work on? I, I know. Say, That's going to be a hard one. Um, I would say, I mean, it's probably Beneath It from a Raising of the Sun. I mean, it's not often that people get to perform a classic work. And, yes. Um, the work is so meaningful and impactful in the world of art and also culture speaking of Black Americans. And, you know, because it addresses, at least my character, Benita, addresses identity. A strong sense of, a strong longing for wanting to know who who am I? Am I from the land that I came, or am I the land that I am now? And, and where's the in between? You know, because I am in between. I'm a bridge in between those two, you know, these two, white America and um, and Africa, if you will, Black Americans from a very unique place in this world. And so, the allows us to really explore that conflict just by her very existence. You know, even as a woman. So, so in addition just to in addition to her conflicts as a black as a black person, she has conflicts as a woman. And what does it mean to be a woman who seeks higher education and wants to be respected for her mind and not just her looks? And that conversation is still relevant today. I mean, in a culture like Instagram and no shade, but you know, like your Amber Rose and Kim Kardashians, like mm-hmm. where beauty looks and, and sexuality have become the definition of womanhood and female power. Not saying that there's no power in it. But it can be misleading, you know, to uh, to a lot of women who don't have the support system or the connections or the game, just the game, to be able to flip their sexuality into something lucrative like those women just do. Um, mm-hmm. But to be able to be celebrated for your mind, to be able to be That's celebrated true. for how you nourish your spirit and nourish your yes, mind. Girl. And go on. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is she preaching in here? Yes, girl. Go she on. preaching. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. She yes. preaching. Yes. I might have to put an amen in here. Let the, let the congregation say amen. Amen. I, I I I did that for Rose. But like that's like that's her struggle. Like like to be like even though I look this way, like I am this and I have this and I'm going to be a doctor and I don't care what anybody says. And you better respect me for me being a doctor, not your wife or not your girlfriend. So that's the conversation that we still have today, and that I think that's why I, I get so much food from from that play, A Raisin in the Sun, no matter how many times I do it, and playing Benita, you know. Um, so yeah, that's that's a favorite character of mine, for sure. Yay. I like that. Shout out to Sydney Poitier. I think my favorite film character is, is yet to come. Like, I love all the characters that I play. I don't judge them at all, but mm-hmm. I... There are some things in the work that I am just really excited to sink my teeth into. 
So I don't know if anybody's ever asked you this, but what kind of actor are you? Are you like a method actor, character actor? Yeah, I think that it's so funny when um, when people get into these categories of mm-hmm. actors. Yeah, at the end of funny. the day, like it's the oldest profession, you know, storytelling and yes. acting and storytelling has been around long before the titles have been around, and um, and that stuff has been more influential to our art and to our world more than any title has been or category has been. And I say that to say it's great to have knowledge of all of your different tools so you can forget them and let it be a very organic process and let your spirit connect to the words so that you can be the storyteller that you are. You're just a vessel. You empty yourself you empty yourself and fill yourself with the art and let it speak through you. So as far as what type of actor am I, I'm a storyteller. I'm a vessel. Mom, I empty myself and myself and I just let it flow through me. There's a universal message in everything that I create. And I believe there's a universal message in everything that true creatives create. That's why it's in the name. We're And and so I don't put any personal judgment or anything on it. I just uh, speak honestly. I'm an honest actor. I'm a truthful actor. There we go. That's my answer. Where's the offering plate? (laughs) But I do, I do. I have studied methods. Know, just to just to like keep it like I'm gonna keep one hundred. I studied theater in college, but I was an artist long before that. I think that these things are helpful so that um, maybe you can put some people need to put names to things, and um, sometimes things may be more challenging. But for me, my walk through life, the how emotional and sensitive I am as a human being allows me to be free in how I how I can grab certain emotions. And, I'm, and I think just being unapologetic and, and never having fear is really the best method you can use, is to never be afraid to tell the story honestly. That's the best, best method that you can use. It's great. Hmm. Rose, you got anything you want to ask her? Sure. Now, how early would you say that you knew that this was your calling? always knew um i started writing when i was seven years old and then i picked up my first instrument when i was nine and um, acting came last but i will tell you that i was it was the most free that i've ever felt in my life so i was a scholar athlete in high school you know did that i was first year clarinet so i always had the solos music has always been great writing offered me freedom but it didn't offer me connectivity and I believe as humans, we're made to meet each other. We're made to connect. Acting. Acting allowed me to communicate without the the ego. It allowed me to disrobe of any kind of shame or any kind of uh, fear of judgment or anything. It allowed me to disarm myself. And I believe in doing that, that's how an artist can disarm an audience. So um, I really got heavy into acting. Shoot, that it's been like within the last decade, it's been in development. Mm-hmm. Now, now there's more business, of course. Um, the beautiful part, and I and I hope people never spite their small beginnings because the beautiful part about the beginning and and the inception of your professional career is that it is all about the art, and it's the only time 
people you will ever ever feel so enveloped by just art. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so by the time you get into the business of it, you know, and you have all these considerations that have nothing to do with the art, you have the love for the art that still sustains you through the business of the art. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yes. Definitely. So that's what keeps you in it. And so I would say as far as a calling, um, it's just about I always knew that I was a creator. I didn't okay. know, I didn't connect to where the cusp of that would be until um, college, when I when or my last year of high school, and I, I had to take a theater course because they wouldn't let me graduate early, so I just took whatever. And then I felt it. I felt it. And then I changed my major from physical therapy to film and theater. And then that was it. That was it. That one class. Yep. That one semester where I get to be in, in a world. That one class. Same here. That one class changed my life. That one accounting class changed it all. I was going to say lunch. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just kidding. I'm sure you've heard this before. Now, I've seen your IG profile. Have you ever been told that you look like Francesca Ramsey? Oh, is that, oh, is that the girl here? Uh, yes. White people do? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Damn, she caught it quick. I she said, shocked. you said, fr-. she was like, yup, she's about to ask me this. I was shocked when I saw you. I called Kim. I'm like, oh my God, is that, that Francesca is Ramsey we're having? What? I have got to meet her one day because um, I think she's doing pretty good. I think I saw her on something. Um, I think she's hosting her own thing. Yeah, she's like, an MTV, I believe. Yeah. Ah, she is hilarious. I discovered her a couple years back when I had locks and I was struggling to maintain it on my own beside going to the salon. So I'm like, man, I don't, I was in college too. I was like, well, I don't have this money every time to get it in a twist. So I went on YouTube and she had her own YouTube channel and then she, you know, was putting out videos how to do things with your locks. So I started following her then. And that was way before she, you know, she blew up with that little white girl thing and it, it went all, it went viral. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. You were just like, I just want to pull it out there. So I've always learned that you can never get enough information off of somebody IG um, bio, but yours is really detailed. And for as long as we have you here on the show, I was able to connect everything that you put on your bio to what you share with us tonight. Um, I think the only thing, and I think you were going to bring it up anyway, is that Jackson, Mississippi part. If you could talk about your hometown, what does it signify to you? I've never been. So let immerse our listener and myself to what Jackson, Mississippi looked like. Yep, she's back. Hey, girl. How are you seeing her before me? I'm looking, and you're not. What? I am looking. It just says our names. <laughs> he always complains how I can see people before he does. Like, dude, I'm looking. You're not always. You're always doing ten thousand things at the same time. So. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. Don't worry. By the time it comes up, I'll have it cleaned up real nice. Yeah, that was a lot of knowledge. That was 20 minutes of knowledge. I was like, hey, man. No, this is not live. No, 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 no. This is not live. I just be getting passionate. No, I'm 
Hey, listen. That's that's that's, that's the best weapon a creative can have is passion. Remember so, how I said, empty yourself and, you know, replenish yourself, be a vessel, you know, do that. Yep. Yeah. So, yes. So, before you got cut off, Rose was asking how Jackson, Mississippi is. Oh, okay. Are we recording? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jackson, Mississippi. Yes, Jackson. I'll forever represent Jackson, Mississippi. Jackson is small. Mm. It's, um... It needs some development. I can't wait to to generate enough capital to do some work in Mississippi. Let's do it. And, um, mm-hmm. and really create opportunities for other artists, for people of color, for women, for people in general, really. I just want to do something great for my city and uh, and contribute something positive you know, towards the future. It's a, it's a beautiful place. Honestly, it's a beautiful place. Um, mm-hmm. It's not. I think that a lot of people suffer from like sickness of the mind, really, like mm-hmm. thinking mm-hmm. that they can't do anything more or better. You know, typical of any any small town. But um, Jackson has a lot of potential. Okay. And I have a lot of appreciation for it. So um, yeah, I mean, it's where my grandma, my grandma was, where my mama is, and. Um, you know, it's where I was shelling peas and snapping beans and oh Jesus. It's, it's you know, it's just it's home. So I always like have fond memories and um I just very fondly of Jackson. Not not without its, you know, character flaws of course, but Well, okay. this is what I've always said to Kit every time we have someone on. So every time we have someone on, I love traveling. So we we might put a dot there now. I was a little hesitant about Mississippi, but if we come there, it is. Don't be I scared of Mississippi. Listen, I was you'll survive hesitant, in Mississippi. But if we come hey, let me with, ask you a question. With, with a hometown kid, yeah, I'm coming. I'm going with her. Okay, Rose, I gotta ask you a question. Don't ask me nothing. Play the fifth. I gotta ask you a question. How many S's are in Mississippi? Oh. Oh, oh Jesus! Yeah. Come on, cookie letter, cookie letter, you got it. How many S's are in Mississippi? You didn't hear me. Oh, four. Are you right? Are you right? I just want to make sure. Some some people say six. Can we get Mississippi? I said four. Long word. I get it. I I can spell. Okay, I just want to know. What were you saying, Nikki? She gone again? No, oh, don't say that. She's here. Oh, yeah, I'm here. I think her connection is bad. That's on your end, kid. Me? <laughs> don't don't start. <laughs> I I think she might have to sit next to the router. <laughs> Nikki, see right next to the router. Yeah, Nikki might have to sit. Yeah, she might have to sit next to the router. No, wait, they got Xfinity down there. Wait a minute, she got Xfinity in her city. That's that quarantine. That's that quarantine LED where everybody on. I think everybody's on now. (laughs) Literally. The babies, the kids. No, because they know they're opening. No, because they know they're opening tomorrow. 
What's up with Two Chain opening his restaurant though? But we're gonna get to that. <clears throat> uh oh, she's mad. Look, I'm telling you, the South, the South is the crux of the U.S. So this yes. is where all the magic and stuff happened, all the change mm. and stuff happened from the South. Yes. This is where all the economic, like, uh, like all your basic stuff came from the South. So mm-hmm. like the South okay. is how America yep. built. Well, we're going so down South with you. know the history. Everybody should know the history of the South. Everybody should respect the South. Mm. I don't play it. Nah, play it. I know you don't play. You know, you know, you know these fools up north think they y'all are just some some backward hicks. From somebody who's from and Long they Island. All, and they all come down listen, I have family down south. Okay, I have family in Atlanta. Oh, listen, oh, listen. I got family all the way down, 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 down to the south in Africa. Oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! Anyway. Windows to the wall, huh? <laughs> there it is. <sighs> I know it. But anyway, you mentioned something about helping out Jackson, Mississippi, and I saw also on your Instagram that you run a charity, right? Yes. 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 I found yes. yes. So, yes. So, tell folk them about the Love Effect. Mm. Yes. Well, the Love Effect is. An effort, a community effort that I started six years ago. It had no name yet. It was just, I was always um, going down to certain areas in Atlanta, like just giving stuff away. And um, I just decided to invite other people to do it one year. You know, I had never been like too hard up on Christmas or whatever. So I just felt like, well, everybody is with their families. I'm not with my family, but it's no big deal to me. So maybe there are other people that are lonely, you know, who mm-hmm. don't, who can't be with their families for whatever reason. And I invited um, one of my actress friends. Her name is Sherry McRae. I mean, her name, yeah, Sherry McRae. And she came, um, and we bought stuff and we made sandwiches and cookies and and got like little stuff. Like it was just some something really small and modest. And I think we just did like thirty bags, and we went and passed them out. And then the next year. Um, we had like eight volunteers and other people donated and we had 90 bags and like it was just bigger. We had more donations and then I started calling it help for the holidays. And then like the third year we had 120 bags and now we had an official structure. And so it was, it became hygienic items and the bags became more full and I found a, a wholesale warehouse where I can get bags that like canvas bags that are reusable. And um, then the next year we had over 300 bags and uh, I was like, whoa, this grew. (laughs) That was a big jump. um, Then we had volunteers and we had support from places like Little Legos off of Beaufort Highway. Um, Yeah. Shout out to Bowell, who's the owner there. Mm -hmm. And um, support from Crossover Entertainment, who sponsored us for our 2018 help for the holidays, uh, made sure our volunteers could um, have a comfortable, nice place to write the love letters and stuff the, uh, the, the bags, the tear bags, and they also collected donations on our behalf, so shout out to Crossover Entertainment and Billy, um, who owns that place. Crossover Entertainment is an Atlanta staple, like some of your biggest stars have gone through there to uh, rehearse for their tours, Jenna Jackson, uh, Ryan Carey, Tiana Taylor, like. Everybody be up in that place. Everybody. 
Um, and so Viacom and Awesomeness TV selected my organization, myself, my organization, and four other millennials who are doing good. And they did a feature on us. And so that was really, really dope. And that happened my first year in L.A. So that was amazing. And it helped us launch in Los Angeles. So at this juncture, we have been going five years strong in Atlanta, every year growing. And uh, Kroger, Grant Park, and Kroger in Midtown have donated um, pretty much every year, like for the past three years at least, past three, four years. So shout out to those guys as well. Wingstone has been a donor. Um, this is, this is going to be a cheap plug real fast. I, I think Kroger. I think Kroger is the greatest supermarket in the world. <laughs> Kroger is dope, Ralph. Even though that's their cousin, it's just not dope. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Every time I go down to Atlanta and visit my uncle, I gotta go to Kroger. You, you guys got some stuff in there that I've never seen before. Yeah, and, and Publix, Publix Deli though. You gotta get Publix Deli. Like their chicken fingers, their chicken. I don't know what they do. Who's grandma? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know what it is. You know what it is. Is they must have got somebody from Mississippi to cook that chicken. Yeah, they have to. Is this somebody's grandma? You know, so mm. in Mississippi that is in each public's cooking chicken. Because I'm like, I don't, I don't understand how y'all, y'all get this so perfect. But yeah, so the chicken <laughs> is it better than churches? Ew. Yeah. <laughs> you're better. You're better than that. Okay, you're better. Than <laughs> I just had to add. Listen, listen. You know how hard it is to find good food up in New York? Oh, chocolate in L.A. Oh, jeez. Well, y'all got vegan food all over the place. Oh gee, well, well, I thought that was California cooking. Everything you just take it out of the ground and cook it for like two minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. They got a, they got a mean avocado toast. Though, I tell you that. They, can make they got enough avocados. Avocado toast. They got enough avocados over there the way y'all be right. eating them. That's about all they can do: avocado toast and uh, and acai bowls. <laughs> acai, acai bowls. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah. You're talking about your nonprofit. Oh, yes, yes, that's very important. You got so, um, yes. Yeah, so that you can actually find that episodic on YouTube. It's up on YouTube. So that was dope. That gave us national exposure. And I was like, okay, well it's time to make this thing a five oh one C three now. So hey. I decided to take a by year. So two thousand nineteen took off because honestly, I was a zombie. I was a zombie two thousand eighteen. I got no sleep. And so I need to be able in order for me to continue to support this organization as it grows, I need to have help. And um, I understand that people's time, effort, and energies, as much as they want to give, I have to be prepared to hire someone who can dedicate their all to it, you know, um, and, and times when I can. As, in addition to the volunteers, because the volunteers, like, we thrive off of the volunteers. They are amazing. And when they come, they come with their full heart. And, like, the love, that's why, that's the heart behind the love effect. So, I realized the organization was much bigger than Help for the Holidays, and there were so many other things that I wanted to do to expand and help more people. So uh, it's called the Love Effect. What would you do if your decisions were influenced by love? How would we talk to each other? How would I help you? You know, how would I how would I exist with you if I started with love first? You know, not annoyance. You know, not lack. Oh, I don't have enough, but love. Love doesn't mean you're a wuss, or love doesn't mean you get walked over, but love means it's honest. You know, so there you go. Nice. Okay. 
So she dropped 20 minutes of acting knowledge and another almost 10 minutes of nonprofit knowledge. Also, See? we're going to be expanding. Make sure you guys go to the website, www.theloveeffectsworldwide.org. Mm. And you can see all the different initiatives we have. We uh, have talked to some folks in Chicago. We are definitely still in Atlanta, definitely still in Los Angeles, and also extending to my hometown, Jackson, Mississippi. So that's what we have right now. And uh, we have other things like Model for a Day. We have children's coloring books that you can order for a child in your life, or you can donate to a child that is recovering from trauma. A lot of these children, um, people don't think about the the trauma that children, the children of homeless parents or the children of displaced parents. Sometimes these children go through a lot of physical abuse. Sometimes these children go through sexual abuse and they're, they're recovering in this environment. And so we have to get to the hearts and the heads of these children to help them heal so that they can be amazing adults. Um, amazing adults that are healed and that believe in themselves. So that's, that's you know, some nuggets there. Wow. All right, cool. Shout out to people like you that give me positivity around the world. I'm learning so much. <laughs> yes, you need to. And, uh, give, give. Oh, Lord. Attack, attack. Why? I don't always attack. Don't listen to her, please, because, of course, she, 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 she always has to come at me. I don't understand this. I'm the victim here. But exactly, it's love. see, she, right? She said love. <laughs> Don't do that to her. But anyway, so what's on the docket for after post COVID? Before we talk about it later, so what's the first thing you got to do? I, well, you know, it doesn't stop. It just we just had to restructure, but we're still moving forward. I had two webs. Well, I had one web series that was in development that started. We started developing it pre-COVID, and the director and one of the producers let me know that we are moving forward. So we've had um, conference calls and we have mm-hmm. an email chain that's going. And uh, right now, we're we're wrapping up um, the script for the different episodes. So okay. It's been built around me. Um, it's a funny story um, that that follows the life of a young woman who is going after her dream. She's going after her best life. And we follow her as she meets challenges and overcomes overcomes them. And really, like, that sounds like a common story because it is. Everybody goes, everybody's trying to triumph over something. But what makes it so unique is, is her experiences. Like, of course, you expect beautiful women to use their beauty to get by, right? But there are a lot of like, and I and I credit Isaray for doing a great job of exploring the nuances of of women like that are not typically put like put out there to see. Like, true. So there are a lot of beautiful women that are unaware of their sexuality and they don't use it. As a matter of fact, they're awkward, and some of us can't even bring ourselves to say the n word because we're so dorky. You know, it's just like stuff like that. You know, so um, like like where we may see. Her being like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like somebody's trying to pay her, you know, so you know, for a good time. Plenty of people in LA do that, in Atlanta do that. You know, it's a big city. It's light, mm-hmm. like you know, of course, beauty for a little change. Let me get this Cindy back. You know, it's just it's the name of the game, right? But yeah. for her name is Chris. Her name is Crystal. 
Puffer Crystal. Um, she's just hasn't been exposed to that, and that's not like what what her brain actually would think. So, like to use her beauty to get by. So she's just not getting it. She's just not getting the hit. And so it's um uh, it's like being a fly on the wall allows you to see this very honest and and funny as hell, you know, um, <laughs> journey through her life as she is in aggressive pursuit <laughs> for for better. You know, she's the first one in her family to even be so adventurous. And so she is going through a lot of learning experiences about about life, <laughs> you know. So um, <laughs> it's, uh, the working title right now is They Say the Sky is Blue. They Say the Sky is Blue. So very excited about that. There's another web series that I just signed on to do that I was presented with while I'm nesting in Atlanta. So uh, we actually mm-hmm. um, start development on that next week. And then there's a project that I'm working with. Um, this is beautiful. I'm, I'm very, very excited about this one. Um, Nina from uh, Nina B Production, talented writer, talented producer. Um, she is retelling the Cicely Tyson and Miles Davis marriage story. And so I got booked to play young Cicely Tyson, or younger Cicely Tyson, when she cool. was on Davis. And so that is just an honor in itself. So that's upcoming. And then, of course, you know, we're always creating, always writing. Um, there's a lot of things that I want to do, but, you know, I won't I won't make your ears bleed with all my my thoughts and Well, look, I might, I, might have to, I might have to get you on the back end because I'm a writer as well. And I have all these projects, and maybe you can give me some advice on maybe you know how to pitch it and things like that. Sure, yeah. Cool. All right, and uh, with all those projects, we got 2020 to give us back half of the the year and some more. Yeah, 2020. What are you gonna get? What do you? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's just about knowing how this shifts the industry. It shouldn't stop life, but it's shifting the industry and we kind of need to know what that shift is. Like, is it going to look like what Napster did to music or Netflix did to theaters? Like, how is this going to shift things, you know? Um, you know what's going to happen? There's going to be a lot more streaming at home. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think, I think movie theaters are, I think movie theaters are going to be gone in the next three years. Like the brick and mortar, which is going to suck because that's a lot of jobs that are going to be lost. Yeah, yeah everybody I yeah. predicted will move to the so-called cloud. Yeah. <sighs> It'll be a but, very strange time, everything. And then theater, like, you know, I love stage. So it's kind of like, you know, art is very reliant upon the group experience. Art is a mm-hmm. very... Well, I think they're probably going to have special permits for that. Yeah, yeah it's going to be a lot going on, but it's also going to be exciting. So you should you shouldn't look down on it. There we go. Oh, it's yeah. a time for evolution. Time for evolution. Amen. All evolution, all evolution is painful. It's not like a movie. That's Stay wrong. I, to watch part two of the COVID after COVID, whatever. Like the whole oh, you're not, you're not gonna stay. You're not gonna stay for the for the end credits. Mm, I don't know. We'll see. I might leave. 
There it is. Yeah. All right. Well, this was fun and informative. It was very fun, man. Yes. Yeah, we try. Well, I try more than Rose. But before you go, y'all know how we do it. Every guest that comes on plays 10 random questions as long as they give permission. And this is the segment where I come up with 10 random questions and see what kind of answers they give. You know, give a little bit more personability to the people that we have on. So, as customary, before we start, I always have to ask the guests. Miss Nikki Lachey, would you like to play 10 random questions? I would love to play. Yes. Okay. And that, that's not just because Will said that everyone named Nikki is about fun. Oh, no. She sure You did. said it. She you see? See, I listen. I listen. <laughs> so now we play the sounder. She had a long day. <laughs> yeah, she had a long day. She She's an accountant, so, you know, she has to look at numbers all day. She was like, Nikki, I know you're prime for a good time. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Right. All right. So before we start, we play the sounder. Okay, 10 random questions. Let's get it started. Question one. And we did this in the pre-interview, but we're going to ask it here. Team Apple or Team Android? Come on over here. Let's, uh, right now, we're going to go for Apple. Yes. Because their video quality. They're only because their video quality is good right now. Uh, Another one. Another one that likes half-bitten apples. I trust Android. I don't trust Apple. There it is. And Apple's better for, for customizing. Question two. Favorite TV show of all time? Yes. Okay. Okay. If you have a VPN, I'll let you on a little secret. If you have a VPN or you get one, if you log into the UK version of it, you can watch the UK, you can watch the Fresh Prince on, on Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> and it costs a little bit of money, but they always have deals, so it won't cost you that much. You buy it for a year, and you can basically hide yourself from the inter- from American internet. I might check it, but I might have it. Oh, I checked Hulu; it's not on there. But we're gonna keep going. Number three, go to movie genre. Yeah. Oh, so you're a drama person. Mm-hmm. Viola Davis and Carrie Washington and Jessica Lange and Sarah Paulson, like, give me Meryl Streep and, uh, what's her name that I love? Elise, not Elise Neal, but, um, even though she's very... Oh, the other Elise? Huh? Kimberly, you talking about the... Even Kimberly Elise. She was talking about the other Elise. I like her. Yeah. No, Kimberly, <laughs> Why are you calling like that? What are you calling Because about? you know what? I get her confused, too. I call her the other the other Elise because I get I get them confused. I get them confused sometimes. I like her a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I need her to get more roles. I don't know what's going on with Hollywood, but y'all need to. I've been told one time that I look like her her. too. (laughs) All right. Number four. Number four. Favorite musician. Yeah, because I usually ask about rappers, but since you're classically trained, I I, that's, I just wanted to adjust that question a little bit. Okay, so 
here. I love Kanye. I forever love Kanye. Yes! Kanye yes! Yes! Kid. I don't care what nobody yes! say. All right, all right, all right. Calm down. Calm down, Rose. Calm down. Kanye she just fell out of her chair. Kanye is a true... First time ever on this he show. Is, and he's a Gemini. And so I get him, okay? So I have to give respect to the creative geniuses. Kanye West, Prince, Andre 3000, okay? So, uh, Favorite instrument? Oh, ooh, piano. Piano. Okay. Right. Now we get into the five questions tailored for you. Question number six. I saw on your IG that you're also into fitness. What is the one exercise you don't want to do? <laughs> she ain't lied. Listen, let me tell you something. I I, I won't do a push up. I'll lift something before I push before I do push ups. I can't. Nah. I'll, I'll I'll push my couch before I do that. Nope. Yeah. Push up. Everybody hates push ups. That's like that's like you got in trouble. That's like you got in trouble. But. Push-ups, yes. <laughs> okay. The one person... I ask everybody this, but... The one person you could speak with for an hour. Can be anybody. Dead live. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. These are opinion-based questions. There's nothing wrong with that. Will Ferrell. genius though. I have to give him his credit. He is a genius. That's a, he's he spanned at least two generations. Yeah, he spanned at least two generations. I mean that, that takes a lot of skill, especially with comedy today. When you know comedy is a lot PC today. So <laughs> hey when I put the when I put this up everybody that you mentioned I'm tagging in a minute so who knows. Tag my boy Kanye. Yeah, tag Kanye. I mean, is Kanye even on Instagram like that? Tag his wife. Tag his, tag his wife. Tag his, his kids. His mama. His cousin and them. Sunday service. That yes. <laughs> tag Yeezys. Wait, you trying to go to Wyoming? Sunday. They did Wait. everywhere. They did it in LA. They did it in Atlanta. Okay. All right. 
Cool. Okay, here we go. Um, if you could switch out your career path, what would you do? I'd probably be a healer. I mean, I am a healer. You're yeah, already healing. Have an apothecary. Yeah, I'm a healer through art. So I'll probably just own, like, a shop. Like, that's what I'm doing now. In my downtime, I'm just making homeopathic medicines and natural supplements because we're all supposed to know how to do stuff like that. So I'll probably just have that. And just, you know, meditate with people and walk through nature, frolic in meadows, just stuff like that, corny stuff. <laughs> that's not corny. I mean, that's watch post-COVID, you're going to see a lot more home remedies. Yeah. So yeah, I just own an apothecary and we I educate people on how to make medicine or sell the medicine myself and, um, you know, have a garden. Okay. Garden. Yeah. There it is. Okay. Medicine. I just want to know how she grew. How she grew that two ton lettuce. That's what I want to know. I don't know. You say you want to do. You want to grow your own food. You might grow a two-ton lettuce. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll, probably, I'll grow things like herbs and berries and stuff. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. All right. Your favorite actor or actress? For sure. All the ones that I listed. So respect to Angela Bassett. Like it's mm. so talented. She has maintained her career. Um. That's respectable. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Any, she didn't have to do any gimmicks to get it or maintain it. Like none, just talent. And yes, she's gorgeous. I love her. She's my favorite. Like Stim. no matter what. And I respect uh, like Jessica Lange's bomb. Like we all know this. Jessica Lange's bomb. Sarah Paulson's bomb. But my favorite will mm-hmm. always be Angela Bassett for various reasons because she's talented and her career is like I see myself in her. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I see oh. possibility by what she represents. You know? yeah. Sorry, I had a moment. That that I had a moment. I'm sorry. That 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 woman. That woman. Yeah. Bless her. May she never age. Last question, and this is usually my loaded question. Shut up, Rose. You've just earned a starring role in a major franchise movie. Which one is it? Major franchise movie? Yes. Could be any genre, it doesn't matter. So what do we have right now? Fast and Furious franchise? We got Fast and Furious, Mission Mission Impossible. James we could Bond. go we go with Bond, you could be a Bond girl. Um you could be a superhero movie. Oh yes. Okay, now. Sorry, my brain. So, um, it would be like a Marvel, a Marvel type. Like, there aren't any black American superheroes that have been portrayed. The closest is Storm, and they keep shitting all over her. Well, they did do Misty Knight, but I don't know if she... Netflix. Oh, but they didn't really... They didn't really go into her story, yeah. Well, you well to really go into a story, you need the Avengers and yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like we were we almost, almost, and I love you her. Almost. She's the one that played Misty Knight. I love her. She has her own show now. A shout out to her. I don't even know her, but I'm just I'm, I'm just so excited to see us like get opportunities like that. She's leading her own show. Yes. Um, yes. But yeah, so that would be dope. 
to see, you know, a woman, a black woman playing a strong character and it actually be a part of the story, like a, a nice part of the story, not just an accessory part of the story. Kind of tired of seeing that. Mm. Okay. okay. So she said she wants to be in the MCU. Yep. He doesn't yep. hurt, so he knows exactly. I love I love all that. I study I study martial arts and I got a, I even have a kickboxing and boxing certification. So you know I'm glad I didn't ask no I'm glad I didn't ask no dumb questions. Yes, yeah, she was gonna find you. I was gonna give you your address your today. Don't there you go there you go with that bullshit. Uh, you, you see how she does me? You know what? When when I when you know what it might just be me and her on this interview. The way you talking. I might just take out all your vocals. Give you the vocals. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh but yes, folks. They were fun. Sometimes fun. Sometimes fun. We love y'all. Something fun. Yes. Nikki Lachey, before we go, just let everybody know where they can follow you. Yes, so I'm on Instagrams and uh it is official Nikki Lachey. Official everything is spelled correctly. N I K K I L A S H A E. On Facebook, it's just forward slash Nikki Lachey. You can find me there. Uh, and that's about it. I I'm still trying to learn TikTok, so. But I'm sure, you know, it'll Wait. be Nikki Lachey, something I won't forget. So. <laughs> also, www.theloveconnect. The, well, the love effect connect worldwide. The love effect, yes. The love org. effect connect on Instagram. And the Love Effect Worldwide, the website. Perfect. That's a dope thank project. Thank you for that, sis. Thank you. So much love. <laughs> I don't know where you get it from, but you have plenty to give. You know. Oh, the South loves you everybody. Must have a source. Let everybody drink from that source for real. Amen. Well, the South loves everybody. What'd you say? The South loves everybody. You don't care. <laughs> don't love nobody. That's right. No, we don't love nobody in New York. I love, I love New York. Come New Yorkers on. love me, yo. I'm serious. A Turkish guy asked. He gave me free pastries and coffee every morning. Jesus. He, but he asked me to marry him. Ah, I knew it. Ah, like, there it is. I knew he was like, marry me, please. I was like, I can't marry you. Yes, she said, please marry me. No, he gave me something for free, but marry him. Please take pastry just for you. You take it, okay? Oh you hear that, LA men? You don't want to marry me? Oh. I can just go back to the East Coast and I always have me a Turkish man. Oh, of course. Me. Don't even play. Don't, don't play with me. I don't know. You know better not to play with her. <laughs> well, Jackson, Mississippi, we should come down there. I'll go with the Humtown kid, not with Kid Gravity. You know, I'll go with Nikola shit. No, no I'm going to stay in Atlanta. <laughs> Well, Atlanta ain't nothing but a few feet over. A few feet over? That's like three states. And plus, uh, there's a museum, there's a civil rights museum there that Obama went to open or something. We should go. I love traveling, man. Kid, come on. Let's go. COVID-19, no way. It'll be gone. And Megger Evers' house is there. You know what Megger Evers did for you? Yes. You better go over there and give him a visit. Don't wow. get him started. Every Don't time get him started. Why is everybody come? Why every female come on, come at me on the, on this show? Jeez, I love y'all to death though. 
but I love y'all to death, though. She ain't doing that. Y'all, y'all meet some of the nicest people. Yes. In Mississippi, if you go on the outskirts of anywhere, you gonna meet some racist folks. Trust me. Even in like northern states, those are some of the worst. I told her that. Uh, I told her that the north is more racist than the south. I was like, how do you not know when Black History Month is? Like, this is stupid. Oh nah. How do you just not know? Like, what kind of bubble? Because they suppress they suppress the history. They suppress history up here. You're so funny. Is it what kind of bubble? Yeah, what kind of bubble is this? They don't teach. They don't teach nothing up here. They they teach you what they want to teach you up here. They teach you how to how 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 the union no how the union whoop how the union whoop whoop the South's ass. That's all they teach. Like that ain't the you know how many times the union lost, but y'all don't want to talk about that. But you got it. Eighth grade first period, how to roll a blunt. Damn, that's racist. We gotta go. That was racist. That was so. Miss Nikki Lachey, Rose, you need to go to sleep. Yes, thank you so much. And you know when we when we get set up and everything, we will send you a T-shirt. For coming on, yay! T-shirt, yes, it was really yes. Dope. And when we get our website up, we will have a link to your website so people can go on there and get some more information on you. Yeah, we'll probably have to contact you to make like a feature page or like. Yeah, yeah. I'm here. I'm in these parts. Hey. Yes. Y'all need some um, some medicine. Kids no. does definitely. What the hell? What is that? Are you okay? She thing? always comes at. I don't know. Oh. What, are you shaving your nails down or something? What are you doing? Okay, you hear that? I heard it. What is she doing? I'm, fi- I'm filing my nails. I cannot with y'all. <laughs> I heard it. Wait, who did that? Was that her? Wait, that was you? I thought that was Rose. I'm sorry, Rose. Hey. I heard it. Okay. And I was okay. like, all right. But then he got plenty of ladies around him, so of course kid would know what exactly uh, it is. Traumatized? That, that's crazy. That, 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 that will traumatize me. Sister, wife, that, that, you know. yeah. I thought there was something on my end. I was like, what did, what did my, what did my interface do now? <laughs> hey, listen, you gotta, hey, listen, you gotta maintain during the COVID. Uh, I can't do with y'all. Both of y'all. I can't. Look, Listen, I don't do my nails. I'm impressed, but I just want to have your acrylics myself, so I ain't paying $95 no more. Yeah. I pay $15. Mm-hmm. Wait, really? Yeah. Wait, wait, no, no, you need to have an emergency show and talk to her about, you know, beauty and all that. I want to I wanna hear all this. Once I saw how easy this was, I'm like, I'm not paying y'all $95 to be unsanitary. And, and mm. no more. What? No mas. Mm. Oh, she said in Spanish. She said, I'm not no even a girly girl. I have nowhere near. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay. She also. It's $95 that's not going into the economy. That's how them Southern girls are. They're all sweet until you piss them off. Exactly. That Southern bell can turn mm, crawling. Well, that you said, Nikki? Yeah, that's what I said. Well, let me find a black owned nail salon and uh you know I'll, I'll pay them yeah then kid will tell you that black people don't appreciate black people business so. i mean i mean sometimes they don't yeah. but we can have that conversation for another day this was a happy day don't 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 bring it down we just have to we just have to get um 
I mean, we just have to focus on the business that does, you know. Yes. It'll be it'll be a little bit of a game for a little bit. Yeah. Oh well, Taylor, yes. definitely be in touch. Thank you so very much. Thank for you your guys. Time. Thank you. Best of wishes. Yes. Best of luck and everything. But we'll see you again. This is not the end of it. All right, y'all. Take it easy. Peace out. Thanks. Soon on Beyond Borders. For a lot of people, for a lot of y'all, this guy's asleep. This guy's sleeping on the job. All sorts of things are allowed to get by this watcher. Y'all's watcher is just, just like this. Just, he's chilling. You have a thought that says, um, I'm not good enough. Your watcher's like, all right, yeah, yeah, come through. Come on in, that's cool. Oh, I'm never going to amount to anything. I'm never going to be able to lose 30 pounds. <gasps> Sounds good. And all this messaging in from outside too. Be scared. Be this. Be that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, in. come on in. No, right? What is he guarding? He's guarding your subconscious mind, the most vulnerable part about you, the most, the most influenceable. If that's a word, influenceable. <laughs> the most easily influenced part of your mind. It's his job or her. Float your boat here. I'll put some freaking hair on there for you. It's their job to guard the subconscious, right? Kevin Lewis Wright returns to Beyond Borders. Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to YouTube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks.